Welcome, everyone, to Bridging Wisdom, from the blood of shamans to the wisdom of the History Channel. Someone is here who's been taught the old ways. Kathy Cook, Bridging Wisdom. Welcome, everybody. It's Kathy Cook, Bridging Wisdom. Tonight I have again with me John DeBoer. This will be his last night here to wound up a month worth of uh, broadcasting of his uh, music. Uh, He will be showing up with me every once in a while just to keep up with uh, his new music that he's in the studio um, working on now. I'm going to read his bio again so you can be familiar with him and his music. He's he's a Native American flutist, John DeBoer, D-E, capital B-O-E-R, John DeBoer, Spirit of Thunder. Has been a professional musician for more than 30 years. A multi-talented composer and entertainer. John has been performing on stage and national television since age four years old. John, Native American flute music, has been played for millions of times on the Internet and has been performed for more than 30 major label groups, such as Chubby Checker, the Martha Reeves, the Crystals, and the Valentinas, Mitch Ryder, the Detroit Wheels, Henry Lee Summers, Johnny Paycheck, Lou Christie, Billy Joe Royal, John Anderson, Merle Haggard, and many more. John's flute songs are composed and inspired while playing in nature and surrounding waterfalls and rivers. The Native American flute sings and echoes in the valleys, while the birds met melodies in the wind. And the, and the magic flute plays. The intrusion of these nature-inspired backgrounds are on his latest release, Shadowland Flute Songs. It is a part of a trilogy of CDs and a book, The Storyteller's Flute. A naturalist of the park system, John holds a degree in fine arts and certified music teacher. John's a wonderful storyteller and teaches thousands of children every year about nature using his storyteller's flute, a collection of the world's finest nature, Native American flute, mostly gifts to him from the makers. He believes that the music theory is sheet music to, is a mere guide, a road map, to assist a person in finding the music that resides inside of each of our souls. 
Music is not just something that he does. Music is everything that he is. John is a wonderful person. I've known him for 14 years or, or, or more. I've got all of his CDs. I've got his book. He sent it to my mom. I gave it to one of my doctors. He put a little white feather in there, and he said, only you will know what that feather means. What's so ironic, I've told John this story, it's a little white feather. And when my father passed away, a little white feather flew in on my mother's shoulder when she was getting in the car. And uh, my Aunt Rita said, surely you're growing your angel wings. And then another time, my mother was getting in the car and one floated in and landed on the pedal of her car. And then another time, my mother was going in the house and a white feather flew in. And then I met John DeBoer and there was a white feather in the, in the CD that he sent her. So there, that's just ironic, an ironic John DeBoer story. <clears throat> John's got many, many stories that he tells besides the ones that go along with his music. And, uh, He's just a wonderful guy, and uh, I love the story that he told about how he met his wife and and uh, the ones that he tells about uh, his grandfather. And He's got over 40 flutes, and they were all gifted to him. He comes from a musical background. His mother was a pianist, and... Uh, He's just a wonderful person. We'll be going back to uh, Bridge and Wisdom's metaphysical ways and the shamanic ways uh, in two weeks. So y'all really enjoy this show. John will be coming on sporadically as, um, as we see fit. But uh, I want y'all to really, really, really listen with your soul to to what John has to say because this is a treat. John, are you there? I am. Hey, well, buddy. That was, a, <laughs> that was quite an introduction. <laughs> Hard to live <laughs> up to that one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Okay, I'm on Facebook uh, and it's John and then Deborah spelled D-E-B-O-E-R. And um, you can also contact me at um, through uh, SkyDancerDesigns, with an S on it, dot com. And that's where my albums are sold. That's, um, and I am distributed by 72 different distributors like iTunes and you name it, okay? So there are ways that you can uh, get to me there, okay? Also, uh, uh, Jay DeBoer at Western Ohio or WOH.RR.com. So it's John, well, it's actually Jay DeBoer at W O H 
www.rr.com. And um, and that's and that's the best way to get a hold of me because my life is complicated. <laughs> now we'll be giving out this information throughout the show, so if you get a pen and paper, or either just open a place in your email so you can type this out, so that y'all can follow John, so that you can know what he's what he's up to and and about throughout the throughout his uh, career. And you said that you you've been in the studio, John. Yeah, I'm finishing up a, a new album called Mystic Flutes and Tribal Drums, and it has it's it has a polyphony of just really really wonderful uh, stuff. It's uh. uh Mystic Flutes and Tribal Drums are a group that I've actually played with for over 20 years. Uh-huh. And, and, but it's, it's, there's just, the music is very powerful and it's, I use all sorts of, all sorts of different instruments, uh, like, uh, we have hand pans, sitars, uh, didgeridoos, synthesizers, tablas, guitars, uh, harmonica, har- harmonicas, jambes, buffalo drums, singing bowls, temple bells, uh, and, and we're going to start out with a piece that's a kalimba. Okay, and the, some of these are African instruments, some of them are Native American instruments, some of them are European instruments. But a, a wide range of uh, instruments, and uh, people ask me, "Well, what does Mystic Flutes and Tribal Drums sound like?" Well, I always say that I give them this this statement, and it's, it's on my it's on my Facebook account as well. It says, "Music has unspeakable power. Music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind." Flight to the imagination, and life to everything. Music is the mystical resonance that makes people cry, laugh, and feel their hair stand up. For heights and depths no words can reach, music is the soul's own speech. Wow. Music expresses expresses that which cannot be said when it is impossible to be silent. That's beautiful. Yeah, that, that is a it all. Yeah, that is a combination of um, m- all of my favorite musical artists quotes. They that everybody from Bach to Jimi Hendrix to uh, you know, just everybody that you can possibly, wow. and I put them all together in one paragraph because that's say what that, say do. that again. <laughs> that, okay, okay. <laughs> See if you can pick out your favorite uh, artist. Music has the music has unspeakable power. Music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind, to the imagination. And life to everything. 
Music is the mystical resonance that makes people cry, laugh, and feel the hair stand up. For heights and depths no words can reach, music is the soul's own speech. Music expresses that which cannot be said when it is impossible to be silent. That is amazing. Yeah, music is magic. It is. It's. Uh, we. We all do it. Bugs. Every. They, all. You know. All animals. Bugs. Everything. You know. Even the. Even the plants and trees. Okay. Yeah. That's true. Would you got anything we're gonna play tonight? Yeah, we're going to start out. Speaking of uh, speaking of mystic flutes and tribal drums, we're going to start out with a piece that is on the new new album. Uh, it's called Kalimba Sky, and a kalimba is an is a, 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 an African in, instrument that that you play with your thumbs, and uh, and it has a really wonderful sound, and it's made out of uh, uh, old cans <laughs> uh, that have been turned into musical instruments. It's a beautiful instrument. Uh, and I'm, I'll be playing Native American flute. Um, uh, and uh, it's, it's just, it's just uh, think of the sky. When you, when you hear this song, it, it's me playing uh, the sky. So, uh, do we, do we have that up, Doug? Oh, there we go. Thanks, Doug.
under the under the blue sky. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, um, the clouds slowly drift across the sky on a beautiful summer day. Big fluffy ones, greenly changing from one shape to another. I gathered all the boys and girls in a circle and asked them what they saw when they looked at the glowing white against the crystal blue sky. One saw a dragon. The other one saw a horse. One saw a duck. One saw a dog. One saw a race car, a clown, an elephant, and a snake. Boys and girls who didn't think they would find anything Imagine camels, ships, birds, puppies, thunderbirds. All these fantastic things. The imagination is a wonderful thing. Look for animals in these clouds. They are there. Yeah, that's one of my... Uh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that brings me back. I used to lay in cloud, play clouds all the time. I look through the trees and the leaves and do the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I have a, I take a, hundreds of kids out into the wilderness and and I have them lay down in an open field, just like you were talking about, and look uh-huh. up at the sky at the fluffy clouds and have them see, oh, do, what do you see in the clouds? And then I tell them what I see in the clouds. And then pretty soon everybody's talking about what they see in the clouds. But I have them lay on their backs so they're looking up at the clouds. And it's just it's really amazing to me. One of my favorite things to do as a, uh, as a, uh, a naturalist and yeah, with you know, everybody, not just kids, adults too. It's just a lot of fun. Columbus Sky came out of all of that. And uh, uh, one of my really good friends uh, is playing Columba. Uh, and uh, and, and the, the two just go together. It's just a, it's a, just a wonderful thing. Anyway, I think I'm going to try to get the second song up. Uh, we can maybe we can get Doug to do uh, uh, Wind Songs Lullaby. And uh, okay. Wind Songs Wind Songs Lullaby. Uh, well, Wind Songs my my grandson. And um, and Wind Songs Lullaby. Uh, my wife was really. She's Cherokee of Cherokee descent. She is amazing to me uh, in many, many ways. She has a real uh, spiritual nature. And and when my grandson was uh, not born yet, she said to me, she said, I would like you to write a song for your grandson. We knew it was going to be a boy. And so I said, 
and, but I've never written a song for anyone who I hadn't met. <laughs> okay, so so I was having trouble writing the song, and uh, and one day I was out on the back porch, and uh, and the wind was blowing, and and, my, and I was at my daughter's house, and and my daughter has all of these beautiful, wonderful wind chimes on the back porch. And and they're all tuned. They're all tuned to real pitch. And because that's kind of person she is. But as I was, and I was playing the flute, but as I was playing the flute, I noticed that the flute that I was playing was actually in tune with the wind chime that I was close to. And so I went over to the wind chime and I played the notes and I found out what notes were actually in that wind chime. Wow! And then I, and then I took the uh, then I took the uh, notes and made them into a song. And then it sounded like when the when the wind chimes played, it sounded like the wind chimes were accompanying the flute song that I was playing. And it was windy, so it was it, it sounded really, really beautiful. So, so when my daughter came home, I said, and I, I said, I would like you to listen to this song that I just made up. I said, tell me what you think. And, um, and so I played it for her. She said, ooh, I, I love that. And I said, well, that's the song for our, my your your grand my grandson your your son and uh, and so every time I saw her from then on she'd say and we were at the house she'd say uh, could you play could you and could you play my son's song for for me and I said sure and I'd take my flute and if the wind wasn't blowing I'd just go walk over to the wind chime and swing the thing and make all make it to go and then I would play to it and so and I did this for the last three months of her pregnancy something like that wow. and uh, and so and so the day that my grandson was born uh, they it was they we were all sitting in the uh, waiting room and they had a problem and they came down and said that we have a problem and 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 it's going to be delay, blah blah blah, and so that worried everybody. And if it would have been a hundred years ago, it would have been a total disaster. But as it was, we live in the 21st century, and and the doctor had taken the scope and looked in and seen that the baby was upside down, and the cord was wrapped around his neck. So she said, we're going in, and they did a cesarean, and and everything came out fine, no damage done, uh, no loss of oxygen, nothing. But nevertheless, they, they, they so they said, come on down, and, you know, and they told us that. Everything's uh-huh. fine. So, so when I went down to see the baby, uh, 
my wife had asked me to bring a flute. And, and, and as soon as the baby appeared, okay, you could hear me screaming bloody murder. And I thought to myself, great lungs. He's got good lungs. And, uh-huh. uh, that's a good sign. Okay. And, uh, and so when they got close and they pulled the blanket off so we could see him, my wife turned to me and she said, play his song for him. And so I, so I picked up the flute and, and started to play. And when I started to play, he instantly stopped crying. And for the entire time that I played his song for him, he was silent. And, and... I swear, I know they're not supposed to be able to focus, but the minute I started playing, his face turned towards me. Maybe he was following the sound, okay? Even if they can't see, they could see. Obviously, he could hear. And to me, that was a really good sign. Again, we didn't know just because they told us that he was okay. But then I thought, hmm, he has vocal cords, he can hear. And he, his brain is working because he went to him. He had just come out into this world that was super bright. Everything was cold, you know, and, and, and that's why he was crying. But all of a sudden, there was something that he heard from the other world. Right. Yeah, and and it was soothing, and and it, and it took him back. And he had heard this song, I don't know, twenty times, thirty times. But yeah. It was something that was familiar. Now, the minute I stopped playing, he started crying again. And uh-huh. and and I have all this on videotape. <laughs> so I'm not making this up. And and and, and he. Uh, and and the and the nurse looked at us all and she says, I've been doing this for thirty years and she says, I've never seen anything like that in my life. <laughs> Duh. And that's a true story. That's a beautiful and, story. And so the song I that told, you're gonna I hear, told you everybody he's full of stories and they're just wonderful. <laughs> and that's that's one of my favorite stories because it, it, it touches real hard. You know, my, my grandson is like, he's, he's uh, very, very important to me. And it allows me to relive my life. He's been great for me. I, uh, I, I can't say enough of he's talented, intelligent, and all that other stuff, but that wouldn't make any difference. Okay, he was, he's a gift, and, uh, and uh, you know, I, uh, I love him, as simple as that. So it's one of my favorite stories. Um, but anyway, uh, if Doug's got the um, uh, Wind Songs lullaby up, we can uh, we can we can do that. Um, Wind Songs lullaby. It's uh, it's on not the it's on the last album that I had released. It's called. Wind Songs Lullaby. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
And and Wind Song's lullaby is um, all the songs that we sang to him when he was a baby was all the songs that uh, my favorite songs that I used to play for him to put him to sleep or when in the morning when he would wake up, I would play the flute for him. It was all those songs. And, okay. uh, and also it was songs that we, that I was recording in the studio as well that I that I that were really that he liked and uh, that we played for him for different things, but um, uh, so Doc, how are you coming along on that song? You got Wind Song's Lullaby.
I loved it. That was great. Yeah. I, uh, uh, that was my daughter singing. And of my albums, up until that point, I, with the Native American flute, I really had no one sing on them. They were all acoustic. Now, the wind song's lullaby album has two songs on it. Both of the words to the songs were written by my wife and my daughter sang both of them. And these are songs oh. these are songs that we actually sang to him every night, every when we put him to bed or every day for years. So, you know, the Wind Songs Lullaby album was real personal real personal to me, uh, and I released it for not only other people, and it has uh, one of the songs on the album, Iowa Sunset, uh, has a million hits on it. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a great song. It's a traditional song. It's very old and thousands of years old. Uh, and um, so it was successful, but if it would not have sold anything, <laughs> okay? It was something that I, I wanted to do for posterity for my grandson and my family. Uh-huh. And a very personal album. Um, yeah. uh, anyway. Uh, I loved I, it. It was yeah, so it, it's soothing. A it, it is a beautiful song. Um, anyway, um, coming, uh, I think the next one up is a, a thing called the Hummingbird Song. Uh, yeah, I've been waiting to hear that one. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, when you listen to it, you'll instantly, you'll instantly feel the flute has all of a sudden transformed into <laughs> a hummingbird song. Okay, I, I mean hummingbirds to me, they're very special. Yeah, I mean, they, they are me too. I mean, the uh, the ancients used to uh, think that the hummingbird uh, was uh, a god. Uh, they many of them worshipped the hummingbird, uh, or was it was one of the gods that they that they because and that he came to earth. And made love to flowers. Okay. <laughs> oh wow! You know, so and uh, and that's how flowers came about, and how flowers are. And they do actually. The hummingbird, when he feeds from the flower, 
that uh, that does make flowers. Uh, he, that pollinates the flower. So, mm-hmm. so there's some truth in it. Um, anyway, so. Um, there's a great story too. The Algonquin uh, has a, ha, have a great story that I tell quite a bit to kids. It's a creation story, um, and it, uh, and it goes like this. It, this is me doing it. Uh, so a long time ago, when the animals and the people spoke common language, they lived in peace and harmony. And there was no night. There was only day. But then they came discontented and started doing all sorts of nasty things to each other and fighting and and stealing from each other and all kinds of crazy things. And finally the Great Spirit was tired of it. And he blocked the sun from in the sky with a large blanket. So they had never seen darkness before. And they were all scared and and they uh, they were afraid that and that this was the end. And they all had a huge powwow and got all the animals together, and they and they and they said we had to do something about the blanket on the sky. And the bear said, "Oh, don't worry. Uh, I'll just uh, climb the highest mountain and jump off the mountain and grab the blanket and pull it down." And he tried, but when he did that, all he did was fall on his nose and hurt oh. himself. And the and the and the snakes said, "Oh, we'll build a ladder to the sky," and uh, and then the panthers can crawl up the ladder and claw the blanket down. So they did. They built a huge ladder to the sky. But when the panthers tried to get up there to claw the blanket down, the weight of the panthers made the snake fall apart, and they fell to the earth. Now all the animals tried tried to get the blanket off the sky, and failed. And they all worked together to try to to try to get this blanket off the sky and fail. And finally, the little hummingbird said, "Is it my turn? Is it my turn?" And they all laughed at the little hummingbird. They said, "What? You're so small. What could you possibly do?" And without hesitation the little hummingbird flew up to the blanket and took his long, thin beak and poked it through the blanket, pulled it out. And when he pulled his beak out, all of a sudden, one shaft of light came down. And all the people had not seen light in a long time, and they all, yay, yay! And so he did it again. And when he pulled out the second time, all the people went, And so he did it again and again and hundreds of times and thousands of times and hundreds of thousands of times and millions and millions of millions and billions of times until he made 
what we now know as the night sky. Wow. Now, now, the creator was very, very happy. He was happy for a number of reasons. One is all the animals forgot about stealing and hurting and doing all these nasty, horrible things to each other and worked together to try to get the blanket off the stuff. And also, all of the animals realized that even the smallest of his creatures were wonderful. And so he decided that he would take the blanket off the sky. And there was day. Then he said, every night I will return the blanket to the sky to remind you to live in peace and harmony and not to do horrible as the things do And that's called the legend of the hummingbird in the night sky. That is amazing. I just was in awe. I was sitting there just just like a kid in a storybook store. (laughs) (laughs) I swear. Well, you know. (laughs) You you had me mesmerized. Yeah. Well, you know. You know, the the kid the You are a true storyteller, John. Yeah. The kids say a lot of the kids say is is that a true story? And I say, that's a true story. <laughs> that is good now, I tell you. That's good stuff. <laughs> anyway, anyway I, you know, I, um, I've done it so many times, and it's really a wonderful story. Yay, yay! <laughs> Hummingbirds fly backwards, too. I'm and sorry, they never land on their feet. Say again? Hummingbirds fly backwards and they never land on their feet. They always have to have uh, sugar water. <laughs> well, actually, sugar water is something that we do for them. Actually, what yeah, they do... Nectar. What, yeah, they, they get nectar, which is essentially the same thing. But I was but, told that they can't put their feet down. They oh, can't yeah. land. They, they light. They light. They you know, that's a myth. That's that's a myth. They, okay. you know, I I have if you if you come if you see uh, go out to YouTube and hear the hummingbird uh, song, you'll see okay. that they have nests. Uh, what I found as a naturalist, I found some wonderful things out about about hummingbirds. One is that they make their nests out of spider webs. Wow. A- and also uh, uh, lichen off a tree. And they put it together, and, and the hummingbird nest is super small. When I say super small, I mean it's super small. It's one of the smallest of the bird nests. And, um, and, and you have to understand, too, that... Uh, the the hummingbird flight is unbelievable. They the hummingbirds are just I mean they're one of the most amazing birds. I I'm a I'm a um, what they call an ambassador for uh, for 
Cornell University uh, Lab of Ornithology, which is one of the most ex uh, respected group of birders in uh, in the world. Um, they do e-bird and all those things like that. And they and I and I wrote a book called um, Dinner Party for the Birds. And oh. and and that which is a beautiful book. But anyway, the um, the hummingbirds it just amazed. I mean, they totally amazed me. Uh, start off with, they fly thousands and thousands of miles. Look, that little bird flies south thousands of miles. And and uh, one day I was out birding with a bunch of birders, and I, I and I was a beginning birder at this particular point, and so and I've seen this thing that goes went across the light sky. It looked like. Then when it went across this field like that quick, okay, uh -huh. and I and I said, I said, what was that? Because I'd never seen a bird fly that fast. I thought it was like a UFO or something. And uh, and and they said, well, that's a hummingbird. I said, really? I said, every time I've seen a hummingbird, they're just moving really slow in on a thing. But when they when they fly south, they fly quick. And wow. They, and and, and, and it looked like a bullet because they they have to uh, I mean they, I forget it's it's hundreds and hundreds of beats per second per minute it's it, it's I mean it, it's so they they are they are quite the quite the uh, <laughs> quite the quite the bird uh, now. Uh, the next thing, I, I, the next song that we're going to get into is it's called Dragonfly Dance. We and, don't have uh, time, John. It's ten till. Ah, oh, we don't have time. We, it's, we ten till have it's ten till ten. Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, it was a pleasure. We this, got we got enough time for one song. Okay, then we'll go. We'll do, do it real quick. This is called Dragonfly Dance, and Dragonfly Dance is um, the recording that you're going to hear is a live recording, and uh, the dragonfly story is a wonderful story, uh, but um, uh, if we can get into it, uh, tell, tell me when you got it queued up, but it, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's a wonderful story. So about. we're not going to play... Uh... You're okay, we're ready? Yeah. Take her away, Doug.
Fantastic. Yeah, now that was absolutely beautiful. That was, um, that made me want to dance, and I can't dance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you could, it's like you can hear the hummingbird being real mellow, and then all of a sudden, bam, he's off. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, and I, I, before I leave, I wanted to give some people credit. That, that was. Uh, Junior Smith, he's one of the best guitar players, acoustic guitar players I've ever worked with. He, he worked with me for years and years and years live. Also, uh, Paul Schuler, uh was the kalimba player. Uh, he did a, just a he's he was a wonderful musician to work with. Still is. Uh, he's in Florida now. Uh, but uh, yeah, and uh, Junior Smith also did the. Um, Guitar work in uh, Wind Song's Lullaby, and he just he he uh, he he blows me away, and has. And I've performed hundreds of times with him live, and that was a live performance um, in in a park, and uh, that where we played, and they had a three camera set up, and 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 certain songs during a, a concert. All of a sudden, they become magic for whatever reason. It's like, and when I l- took a look back at the uh, at the uh, video that they made, the first song uh, it was a little bit uh, distortion in the microphones, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But about the fifth song into it, everybody had their camera angles right, all the sound was perfect, and the actual beat of the song was we had picked up the echoplex echo timing so it sounded it, all of a sudden it, it became magic and uh, and it's a one magical piece anyway but but that's the way things go I, you know it's amazing uh, what can happen in a live situation I, I really like it's it a beautiful lot. song yeah it's a beautiful song um, well, we, we run out of time John yeah, well, and I just wonderful. I just want to tell you it's been fantastic having you on for four four uh, sessions, and uh, I look forward right. to to working with you again sometime. And yeah, I've learned a lot. Yeah, 
and uh, I've enjoyed every minute of it. You're a wonderful friend and, and musician and storyteller. Tell Ray when well, I said hello, and uh, give a hug to your grandson for me. Okay, I will do that, and and I'll tell my wife you said hi. And, um, and tell her I'm enjoying those stones that she sent me in the pouches. Okay, that's great. That's yeah, great. I'm going anyway, yeah, to Yeah, I, I want heart. to tell you this. This has been this has been a very wonderful little uh, session. Uh, I think this is probably the best of the series, and it was yeah. good to end uh, to end it up this way. And I and I had a wonderful time tonight. And I told a lot of stories that that are very near and dear to me. And uh, I, I thank you for having They're me on. Enjoyable. And we've had we've had we always have a good time, Kathy. We I don't know how many years we've been working together. It's been a long time. We've been working uh, together fourteen been, years, John. Yeah, that's it. Couple couple years, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Doug, anyway, Doug Newsom, engineer, BBS Radio co-founder and CEO. We appreciate you and all that you've done and downloading the music and and Don last week, the the founder of of BBS Radio and uh, co co owner. We appreciate you and and Happy New Year, everybody, and wishing you a, a well 2020. And we are Happy off New the Year. air. Yeah. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to you. And Bye-bye. I wish everybody the best. And That's right. And all of us to all of you. God bless you, John DeBoer. You too, Kathy. It's been a wonderful time. Yes, it has. God bless. Bye-bye.